Welcome to Just the Two of Us, our bumpy journey called life. We are two friends that have been sharing our spiritual journey for the last 11 years. We've had wonderful moments and miracles on our journeys and also many bumps along the way. We love talking about all things related to spirituality, recovery, the heart, soul, and ego, and we enjoy sharing that with all of you as well. Today's topic is comforting our frightened child. So do you think that we all have a frightened child that lives inside of us? Good morning, Chas. You know, I don't want to say absolutely every person has a frightened child, but I think to some degree or another that many people, probably most, um, do have a part that is frightened, yes. But I can't say every single person. But I would, I would say this, the more that people act out their pain, right? You know, I was thinking we were talking earlier about people inflicting pain on others. Um, but sometimes the more people are in pain, the more they inflict pain, um, I guess, to deflect their own. I just think about, you know, my frightened child and what, what caused her to be frightened. Well, I grew up with two parents that believed in raising children through fear and shame. But, you know, I can look back now and um, I can see, you know, I couldn't see as a child or even later, I couldn't see for a long time. I couldn't see that really it was all just a result of how my parents felt about themselves and and their relationship. You know, my, um, my mom was, um, she just had to control everything. Us, my dad, just everything in the house she controlled. Um, and outside of the house too. And my dad, um, obviously at some points he had some indiscretions. And um, I think that's where some of the shaming came from, was his own shame about that. Um, And that he, you know, he was a rager. He didn't get angry often, but when he did, it was terrifying to a child. And so... um, you know, my little girl um, still carries, you know, some of those memories, some of those experiences of, um, you know, living with a father that you never knew when he was going to go off. But you knew that when he went off, there was going to be physical repercussions. And at the very least, there was going to be a, a shaming tongue lashing. Um, so... You know, I'm still, after all these years, still working on it. And I don't want to say that to discourage anybody because it's gotten so much better. But um, is it completely gone? No, it's not. It's not. How about you? Yeah. Well, I, my fear too started definitely in childhood growing up. I feel like I grew up in a lot of darkness. I feel like the people, all the people around just, they lived in darkness. And um, I think a common fear there was a fear of people. Like there was such a mistrust of like the outside world. And um, that created a lot of fear and a lot of, um, yeah, just not being able to trust life, not being able to trust other people. Um, 
but also not being able to trust them because like you, it was this way one day and like you almost try and feel settled like okay like things are okay now and then boom like tornado and everything blown up again and so I can see why there is a just a child that just lives in fear and always has Mm -hmm. um and I too um yeah it's Well, at the moment, it doesn't feel like it's better, but it has gotten better because so many things have changed. It has gotten better. It's just sometimes the next lesson feels bigger, (laughs) I guess. Mm. Do you agree with that? Like sometimes like the next lesson feels bigger. I think for me, it always feels like the biggest one. Yeah. Doesn't it? (laughs) It's kind of like childbirth, though. You kind of forget. (laughs) Uh-huh. How bad it felt after it's over. Yeah. And so the next one feels bigger, but is it bigger? I don't really know <laughs> if it's yeah. bigger or just because the other one has passed that you compare the two, they don't feel the same. Does that yeah. make sense? No, that makes, it does make perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Not, not really sure on that. I mean, a lot of fear has to have healed or I wouldn't be able to be doing the things that I am today I just I wouldn't know and you either right so fear has changed it's still there (laughs) it's definitely definitely still there my my uh hope and prayer and is that it just you know we talk about it just letting go one day yeah yep that's how I see it that one day it'll just let go and sometimes it lets go right in the middle of it. Yeah. Like, it's almost like, I just think of my daughter when I finally let go of my codependent behavior with her. Um, things got so friggin' painful that there came a day I couldn't contain that pain anymore. I just, I couldn't do it another day. There was no other choice but for me to just surrender it. But the process of getting there was was pretty brutal. Yeah, so sometimes, you know, things have to get painful enough before we finally do let go. It would be nice if we could let go sooner. I know. We as human beings have some pretty strong self-will. Yes, we do. You're right, Chess. Speaking for myself on that one, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So what are you, what do you think are some ways to comfort that part of ourself when we're in that, in that state of, you know, anxiety, that's fear. Um, just what are ways to comfort ourselves? I think sometimes we just got to stop and have a good cry. Yeah. I second that. Yeah. Just a good cry tends to just, you know, relieve things for a little bit. Yeah. Quiets things. Yeah. Yeah. So that that would be my answer. Just stop and be with the feelings. Let them move. Because they're piling up, piling up, and we're not dealing with them. They're just piling up. And I've been feeling that the last few days, just piling up, piling up. But I can't access the feeling right at the moment. So I guess it'll just have to pile up until it can't pile up anymore. Yeah. 
and then, you know, I'll have a good cry and, uh, yeah. Yeah. That seems to be what helps me the most. Yeah. And you said, yeah, you said you feel one coming too. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of fear in there. And people, I think, go ahead. No. When people apologize for their tears, no Mm. apology necessary. Tears are, can be our saving grace sometimes. It's the thing that cleanses out our soul. Yeah. We never want to apologize for, for crying. They're very healing. I, geez, I didn't even know I had so many tears in me all these years. My gosh, there, (laughs) there's been a lot. There's been, I had no idea that many tears existed inside of me. You probably didn't know there was so much pain inside of you. I had no idea. That's the crazy part. I had no idea. Even today, finding, finding, you know, deeper, deeper truths. Just, I guess you're not ready to see it until you're ready to see it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We're not ready. So we're ready. Yeah. And another thing that I find, um, that is comforting is finding, finding a softer inner dialogue with yourself instead of, you know, when that part of you, I guess, less judgment for the way that you're feeling that critical voice that likes to show up, like finding, finding a softer dialogue to talk to that child that it is going to be okay. And yeah. Yeah. Instead of, I know I grew up with a bunch of, bunch of shamers. And so that was the voice inside of my head, but it's, it's changed and it's, it's changing still. So, yeah. 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 It's changing Jess. Yeah. I told you yesterday I was thinking about Christmas and that, um, like, I don't know, there's just that cozy, I guess that is a feeling I can pull up <clears throat> from childhood. That was a good feeling when I was living with my pap. Like we would, I would decorate the tree and we'd have hot chocolate and sometimes it would be snowing outside. And like, I don't know, I guess that is a cozy, there's just a coziness with the Christmas lights. And so yesterday I was just talking to my little girl because just she's, just frantic frantic mind lately and it's like but we can we can create that feeling inside so I was just just doing silly things yesterday like Mm -hmm. picturing her just decorating our insides with Christmas lights just you know silly things but Mm -hmm. trying to create that feeling inside (laughs) yeah I want that I want that cozy safe feeling inside of myself that I can go to so that I don't feel that I need to get it outside. That would be my goal to have that feeling inside. But what are you going to do with the other parts that are in there that are trying to get your attention? What do you mean? Just means if you put Christmas lights on the pain. Yeah then how are you going to know real peace? Because real peace doesn't need Christmas lights. It's just natural. It's our natural state, really. But when we've, you know, been wounded, then we've lost our way. 
And now it's about finding our way home, which is our natural state. So yes. how, how are you going to find your natural state by just putting lights on it? It's a way maybe to try to comfort yourself. Yeah, it is. And there's nothing wrong with that because we do want to comfort ourselves, especially when we're really scared. We want to comfort that child in us. But at the same time, um, yes, we have to face all that stuff. Yeah. We can't. I feel like I've spent my whole life putting Christmas lights on it. (laughs) And interesting, this is the first year I won't be putting up a Christmas tree with lights. Because last year I had enough. I just decided I didn't want to do it anymore. So I don't know if that's, I don't know what that represents. Um, But it doesn't give me that feeling anymore, I guess. Yeah. I don't get comfort from it. And I think I used to always get, it used to Mm -hmm. be comforting, right? It's a comforting feeling. Like a fireplace can be comforting. Yeah. That's why they came up with the artificial ones, because it's comforting. But it's not the real solution. We want to return to our natural state, which is peace. We've lost our way. And some of us are working on finding our way home again. I know you are, and I am, and I'm sure lots of people are. Yeah. Yeah. But nothing wrong with, yeah, making the little girl happy. Giving mm-hmm. her life. I just feel like sometimes she needs to. I need to um, redirect her thinking <laughs> mm-hmm. to something else. Just she can be such an awfulizer. Yeah. Well, it's because she's so terrified. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Just let her know that you've got it. Big girl's got it. Yeah. That she's safe. Yep. She's safe. She's, she's still waiting on someone to save her. <laughs> well, she doesn't think it's me. <laughs> well, that's probably why she needs the lights. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> she's uh, trying to create something. Yeah. <laughs> but obviously it's not you. <laughs> but what has the adult done? I mean, why is that so funny? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. You're why, right. Why do you think she doesn't want it from you? I don't know. Um, well, after our last go around, maybe she doesn't trust me completely to make good decisions. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I just don't think she trusts me completely. Mm-hmm. She doesn't trust anybody completely. Like there's, she's just, she has not completely let go in the trust department. She just, I don't know. I just, there's a part of me that I guess still doesn't trust myself. Right. Completely. Do you feel like your little girl trusts you completely? I think that she trusts me. Um, I, but I think also that both of us, not just her, but me too, look for the doctor to save us. From yeah. The pain. Um, and that attempt fa- failed <laughs> many, many, many times. Um, and then finally, I just had to say, you know what? It's me. I can't make the pain go away, but I can be here with you in the pain. That's what I can do is I can be here to let you know you're not alone, that you're loved, and that I will keep you safe. 
and protect you. Um, but I can't at this moment make the pain go away. The physical pain, which probably represents emotional pain too. Yeah. Yeah, it had to come from somewhere. But I don't, um, no, I don't have any desire to hand her to anybody else. Yeah. And maybe, hopefully, with Mr. Shoes, this last deal, that maybe you won't want to do that again either. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> this actually just makes things worse. Much yeah. worse. It yeah. makes the fear worse, too. And yeah. the loneliness. Yeah, it just amps everything up. It has the it has the opposite effect of what we're going for. Yep. Yep. Because in our mind, it's going to be different this time. Or in the child, in the child's mind, but it never is. And so we've tried this all our lives. We've tried it from one addiction to another, whether it's, you know, our pets or our children or relationships, romantic relationships. Like we've just spent our lives trying to, um, trying to feel okay, trying to feel safe, trying to feel that feeling that we all want. It's that peace of God. Yeah. But I don't believe that we can find the peace of God until we face the things that are blocking it. Yeah. And just putting a Band-Aid over it or Christmas lights, <laughs> um, which it isn't a bad idea. I'm not saying that's a bad visual for your little girl to help your little girl when she's afraid. It's not a bad visual for her. Um, but it's not going to fix it. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what are your words today? Uh, Oh, yeah, look what time it is. Um, My word today, peace of God. That's my only word today. Peace of God. No, surrender to. Surrender. Peace of God. How about you? Um, I think they're the same ones I picked yesterday. Surrender, truth, and love. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. well any last thoughts nope I think that's it alright well thanks for being here this morning and thanks for sharing all your wisdom with us thank you for joining us on this episode of just the two of us our bumpy journey called life our hope is that you found what we shared helpful and that you take some of it with you as you go through your day Until next time.